You probably should watch it with the sound turned off because it's whoever seems more Reagan-like in serenity uh, as opposed to being squirming or tight or anxious or huffy or whatever. And I think that while uh, Senator Kane may have scored some strategic points against Mike Pence um, in their previous debate by forcing Pence to either defend uh, Donald Trump or not in demeanor, Certainly, Mike Pence had the calmer, more Reagan-esque demeanor, while as opposed to all these interruptions by by Tim Kaine, which I think were not effective. So, what do you think of this advice, Don Meredith, the great Cowboy quarterback uh, for the Dallas Cowboys? When I first started in television, he said to me, "Charlie, listen, all you need to know is three things: you know, know where your mark is, um, know what you're doing, <laughs> be able to communicate that, and show them that you're having fun. That's all that's necessary." <laughs> It does have a certain truth oh, that, to that, it that about is, that is politics, great. doesn't it? <laughs> Donald Trump has to, has to convince people that he's presidential. You know, they have to think of him as a man in the Oval Office. Yes? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, indeed. And I think that Hillary Clinton seemed more than she often does to be having fun exactly. in that first debate. You know, not all the time, but, but some. And Trump often has fun with his audiences, but it's not the same thing in these debates because there's not the same arena crowd to play to and say, build a wall. So I think it's, uh, if he can, you're right. I, I will agree with both you and Don Meredith <laughs> with those three eternal principles. And <laughs> we'll see if Trump can put them to use. You do have the sense that Hillary Clinton, the opposite of that, is a listener. Uh, yes, and that, of course, brings the immense topic, which I, I talked to a lot of people about from my, my article, of just the constraints she's under as the first woman right. in this position, the right. first major party nominee, and this inch-wide tightrope that, that prominent women in the U.S. have to, to walk. If they're too meek, they are weak. If they're too strong, they are harsh or shrill. And exactly. I think she, she has the most leeway there when she's getting attacked. You know, by Rick Lazio long ago, by the Benghazi Commission, by Trump, that there makes the, that pathway a little bit wider for a female candidate. Let me leave with this question. What will you be looking for when you watch the debate on Sunday night? I will be looking for, since I expect Hillary Clinton, as she's done in almost all of her debate performances, to be perfectly competent. She almost never uh, messes up. I'll be looking to see whether Donald Trump is capable of change. Because I think he's seen that his natural style didn't work that well the first time. So if he is able to present a different face, a different kind of approach to the questions, that will be significant to me in showing something we haven't seen before. And, and he has to remember that there are important points that he wants to make. And he has to make sure that he not, is not thrown off stride so that he can't make those points, whether it is about health care or about foreign policy or whether it's about change versus the establishment, any of those things. You've got to make sure that the whole conversation, you're not so turned by a criticism that you can't handle that you don't get a chance to go on offense with the positive things you want to make. Exactly. Responding to contrary arguments without seeming uh, enraged or provoked by them and then moving on to the point you want to make. And as you know from watching politicians and, and moderating discussions, that is an art rather than a science. And we'll see uh, what he can do. I can't wait. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Charlie. James Fallows from The Atlantic. We begin tonight with politics. The vice presidential nominees held their only debate on Tuesday. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump face off again Sunday, and we're beginning the final month of the 2016 campaign. Joining me from Washington for the week in politics is Bob Costa of The Washington Post. With me here in New York is Amy Chazik of The New York Times. I'm pleased to have both of them here. Now, Bob Costa, let me begin with you. How is Trump preparing for this debate? 
Trump's preparing in typical Trump fashion, Charlie. There are no mock debates behind the scenes, not Trump standing at a lectern going through question by question. It's more informal discussions with New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, former New York Mayor Giuliani. His staff, though, did convince Trump on Thursday to have a live run through, a dry run in New Hampshire, where we took questions for only about 30 minutes. And as we know, the debate's about 90 minutes. Uh, let me t Amy, what, what can you tell me about preparation for Hillary's preparation well her, well her aides would say she's been preparing for this town hall style format her entire campaign you know it's been about small events talking to individual voters one on one and some of her most kind of relatable moments have come from these spontaneous interactions with voters of course those voters who come to her events are generally supporters asking her friendly questions so this will be a very different format and unlike Donald Trump she has been doing a lot of formal debate prep with her advisors some of whom also advised Bill Clinton in his